Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Ryler fans, and welcome back to this Wednesday edition of Bobcat Radio, which is another all-girls episode today because we just love doing these. I'm your host, Karis Lay, and today I'm joined with my producer, Taylor Quinn, and my co-host, Audrey Pasillas and Kehlani De Luna. We've got a fun episode planned today where we'll talk about Texas State sports along with more national sports. But before we jump in, let's throw it to Kehlani for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurants and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located North Bond Frontage Road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Texas. Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Kehlani. So, first we have is Texas State Volleyball. Currently, they are 11-3 in conference play. Um, and they just recently won the West Division of the Sunbelt Conference. Their next game is against Coastal Carolina, who are 13-1 in conference play. What are y'all pre- y'all's predictions for this upcoming game? That's Thursday and Friday this week. I mean, I think the Bobcats are playing some of their best volleyball right now, which is great with the tournament coming up. And I think they're going to take all the momentum from that Troy game and finish the regular season up at home and get the win against Coastal Carolina. Yeah, as on Monday, we talked about this a little bit. They're on an eight-game winning streak. Like, wow. As Taylor said, this is like they're playing volleyball. Like, they're having fun, sweeps left and right, like absolutely dominating. We talked about too about how Coastal Carolina is at the top two of like their um, the East division. the East division. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. And so this is really going to be a battle too because they're eighteen and seven, and I they're either eighteen and eight, and we're eighteen and seven. Like so, we're very close. I feel like the Bobcats have it in the bag. Obviously, I keep saying this. I feel like they just need to go back to the mentality that they had during Troy, and also like when they faced Houston on later in the season to finish out the rest of their season. Well, like you said, everyone in this room, they are nine and three. They have a nine and three record against Coastal Carolina, and they're also on an eight-game winning streak since October of twenty eighteen. That was five years ago. Five years of players entering and leaving the program. Same head coach, Sean Hewitt. I want to know the secret sauce Hewitt is cooking up every season because <laughs> look at like the players that he's coming in and everything. But anyway, speaking of Hewitt, he has the highest conference winning percentage outside of Coastal Carolina head coach Steve Loswick, I believe that's how you pronounce it, who only has one loss in 14 games so far. So... Texas State has only one game to uh, has only lost one game to Coastal at home in program history. With all that being said, all signs are pointing to the Bobcats having the upper hand of winning, uh, keeping this winning streak going. Not to sound biased, most definitely <laughs> alive. I mean, stats say it all, baby. Let's be real. But seriously, I cannot wait to watch this show down Thursday night. And if you're not able to make it, have no fear. Just come back here to KTSW eighty nine nine. KTSW eighty nine nine, where our host Kara Slate and our boy, our broadcaster Joey Gonzalez, will be on the call. Wow, that was she's <laughs> been you. she's been cooking up thank with that you. one. I stayed up till one a.m. this morning to write that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, but 
we I also want to talk about how Texas State Volleyball, they swept the SBC Weekly Awards. Samantha Wunsch wins the Offensive Player of the Week. Ryan Torres, for the third time this season, is Setter of the Week. And then Alyssa Ortega wins the Defensive Player of the Week. I mean, these girls are really on top of it. Like, they're going all out. Hewitt has been leading them very well, and I'm... I think all of the older girls, the returners, they've been also leading these younger girls really well who are freshmen and sophomores. So I think they're doing amazing and they just all they need to do is just keep it up. Um, but moving on to Texas State women's basketball. I know the season just started, but they won their game against Arlington Baptist 90 to 48 overwhelming amount. And their next match is against Bowling Green November 11th. And it's actually here in San Marcos. So if anybody wants to go see some women basketball, <coughs> definitely go see that. So, like I said, I know the season just started, but compared to last season um, in Texas State women's um, basketball, sorry, um, what is different in this team regarding players? Oh, well, I mean, there's eight new players on this roster. So last season, didn't see them. And this game against Arlington Baptist, I was curious to see how they would fit in. But, you know, they synced right away. I mean, the 90-48 win shows. I was I was nervous to see how the newcomers would come, but they played some great basketball together, which was awesome to see. Yeah, earlier during, like, before season, pre, pre-season, that's the right word. <laughs> Karis and I were talking about how this team is, like, small. Like, it, it's a small team, and as Taylor mentioned, there's eight new players. But, like, that didn't, like, stop them. Some stats from last night. So, Julia Coleman, she had 13 points. Tiffany Tulis had 14 rebounds last night. Um, Kennedy Clay Brooks, yes, I believe, had four assists. Morgan Hill had three steals. And Julia Coleman had two blocks. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like reading into, like, a new season with eight newcomers, I feel like that this shows a lot, just having the 90, like, point advantage because that brings a lot to a team. Like, you have a lot of, a lot of newcomers and adding these to the team and trying to, like, see how they all fit into these pieces. But I'm excited for the rest of their season to continue. Yeah, I was in attendance for this game, and, man, it was one great one. I have never been to a Texas State basketball game before, and this was my— this being my first one was pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. But although, like we have mentioned right Right just now, I've heard through the grapevine that this is a fresh new team with only five returners, right? Please correct me if I'm wrong, but last season was a senior field team. Mm -hmm. They all graduated, and now there's only Kennedy Claybrook, Sierra Dixon, Morgan Hill, Tamaya Jefferson, and Nicole Leaf. So they popped off during that game. I know Tamaya's name was being called a lot for and ones and everything and stuff like that, but that's all I got, to be honest. I'm going to throw it back to Kehlani. <laughs> Speaking of Julia Coleman, she's a freshman, and she was just one rebound just shy of a double-double. Like, that's big to have for your freshman year, like, as a freshman to start putting up these stats. Crazy, if you ask me. Um, what else? And also, Jalen Foster, she's a Western Kentucky transfer. If y'all know anything about their men's team, they were very big. I feel like this is a good add to the roster this year. And she was five on six on shooting last night. So, you know, we're just excited for basketball. I mean, the Bobcats were lethal in the paint. They scored most of their points in the paint. I think it was around 66. So the the paint game was just working for them. And, you know, coming out from halftime, I think they scored like 16 points in the paint in the third quarter alone. And then, yeah, talking about Julia Coleman, she especially came alive in the fourth quarter. She had four rebounds, four points. So it was great to see the freshmen put in some work. Yeah, I just think that this 
season for Texas State basketball for men's and women's will be really exciting. Um, I did see the women's team. It is very small. Like Kehlani mm-hmm. said, like that team picture, I was like, is there, know, is there enough for like alternatives? <laughs> like, are you feeling the bench up or is it just? <laughs> exactly. But that was really fun to see. Um, excited to see those games. But like we said, Texas State Volleyball plays Thursday and Friday at 6 p.m. And you can listen to it here on KTSW 89.9. Um, I will be calling both games. But yeah. um, we are going to go into a quick break. But when we come back, we will discuss our Tuesday tally and more sports. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to this Wednesday's episode of Bobcat Radio. We are going to take a step back from San Marcos area and take a look into our Tuesday tally. So our Tuesday tally question was, who is your favorite Texas rookie? Victor Wimbenyama, sorry, and and CJ Stroud. Both very talented. I know they're two different um, sports, but I just think it was a really fun question. So, Audrey, what were the results? All right, y'all. So we asked this approximately 24 hours ago. (laughs) Y'all had the chance to vote and the results are in. And it was a really close one. We have 52% going to Wimbenyama, duh, and 48% going to CG Stroud on top. Only one difference in votes here. Wow. Insane. Insane. Okay, I would like to get y'all's opinion before I start. So... (laughs) I I chose CJ Stroud, especially after his game on Sunday. Mm -hmm. That That was just so awesome to watch. He's dominating right now, I mean... He's taken, I'm pretty sure the Houston Texans only won three games alone last season, and the fact that they're four and four under Stroud is amazing right now. <laughs> like 470 passing yards and five touchdowns last game. The passing total is the most ever by a rookie quarterback. I mean, he had the, on top of the historic day, the game winning drives against the Bucks, got the team the win. You know, six play, 70 yard touchdown drive. I think CJ Stroud is just dominating. Um,. <laughs> I picked Victor, of course, you know, don't don't come at me. Our San Antonio gal. <laughs> exactly. San Antonio stand up. So um, I chose him because he, last week, two weeks ago, he had 38 points. And to be honest, I was not expecting him to have that many mm-hmm. points. I said at least his most career high would be like 2025. But obviously he over exceeded that. And I'm just excited to do to see what he does the rest of his season this with the Spurs. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I I do think that Wemby is living up to like the pre-draft the hype because a lot of people are worried. Oh my gosh, everyone's hyping it up so much; it's not going to be good. Yeah. But so far, I mean, it's still early in the season. But yeah, rookie of the year, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Man, oh man, oh man. I just love me some football. So I love me some CJ Stroud. Let me be real. Well, okay, maybe oh not love, goodness. but like for this question, yes. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Like we just mentioned before, I don't know if y'all caught the Texas, uh, the Texans versus the Bucks game, but golly, 39 to 37 did not even come to mind when I saw this game on the schedule. Young Stroud walks the Bucks defense like his dog. Let me tell you, 30 completions out of 42 attempts, 470 yards, and five touchdowns with no interceptions. Huge improvement from his last game against the Panthers where he had four, uh, 16 out of 24 completions, 140 yards with no touchdowns and no interceptions. I know whoever has him in fantasy is definitely a happy camper. Mm-hmm. I wish I had him in fantasy. <laughs> I do too. Um, but... 
like I said, both very talented players. Um, my personal favorite, of course, it has to be CJ Stroud. Just has to All be of my up. Houston girls rise up. Um, <laughs> and he honestly put Texans back on the football map. Like the Texans weren't even a second thought to a lot of football teams. They were easy to beat team. Okay. I hate to admit it, but you know, yes, yes, yes. As a Texas fan. Um, but I stick by them. I'm loyal, <laughs> but they, he really has changed the view of the Texans and has made them be- better, like single-handedly. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, are the Texans the best team in the NFL right now? No, but <laughs> with Stroud on the team, they can come out at the top of maybe even next season. Next, hey, they're second in their division right now. Yeah, not, I mean, like they're, they're doing, doing they're Ain't doing no great. Way. Yeah, I need to look this up myself. <laughs> the the keys clacking, um, but also Stroud was named on NFL like NFL on Fox youngest players with 450 plus pass yards and five pass touchdowns in the same game. Stroud at 22 years old in 33 days, and Mahomes 23 years old in 63 days. That's that's an accomplishment like dude yeah never never in a million years after like jj watt leaving like all all these amazing players that were on the texans leaving would i see texan the texans be put on the map again Mm -hmm. but audrey did you have something to say um when i was doing my research last night for this question i already knew who i was going to choose but i wanted to do a little research (laughs) i saw that cj Stroud is only 22 years old and victor mumbayana is 19 i just saw that there is no way we are older than this baby oh four four. oh Oh my gosh i'm old that's insane i was like Oh my God! There's no way this man is like seven feet. That's crazy. And one inch, and like he's in the he does not NBA doing that. He does Dude, no. I thought this man was like the same age as CJ Stroud. I was like, oh okay, that's cool. This man is a baby. Yeah. Did you see that he hung out with like Tom Brady over the weekend? Victor? Yeah. The picture of them both. <laughs> Did you see that? That yes. was so funny. It's like a yeah. whole foot like yeah. of difference. That's so funny. All right. So moving on to. The NBA. We have our two biggest NBA girlies in the studio right now. But the Suns, Nuggets, Spurs, Mavericks, Rockets. Which matchups are y'all looking forward to tonight or this week? Mm, tonight? Tonight? Tonight is the night. Let's go. I'm so excited. But I think Draymond Green and Jokic are game time decisions for the game tonight. So we'll see if they actually play. And I know Jamal Murray is for sure out. So... I'm not sure. It'll be a good game, though. I mean, oh, the Nuggets are just lethal. They've been on a hot streak, and the the Warriors have been great at home so uh, on the road so far. So I think it'll be a pretty close game. They they have the Nuggets to win right now, but I don't think the Warriors are gonna go down without a fight. Okay, I have three games that like I'm Tell curious for tonight. Know. So game one that I'm excited for tonight is the Wizards and the Hornets. I'm just curious to see how Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzman are going to face against, like, LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets. Just curious to see what goes around there. Oh, I know that name. Me too. I I knew that Okay, another one is the Celtics and the 76ers. The only reason is because... 
I don't know, 76ers still have like Joel B, Tyrese Maxis, and they have Kelly, Kelly Oubre. So I'm excited to see how like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown um, match up with that, of course. Oh, and Tobias Harris. He's a man in the paint. Like he kills I, it. I think the 76ers might win that one. Yeah, th- like this is that that would be that would be a great game for sure. And then the last one, where did it go? Oh, the Heat and the Grizzlies. I know the Heat is obviously going to take this because the Grizzlies literally just got their first win like 3 days ago, <laughs> but like I'm still curious to see how they match up. And yeah, those those are my games for tonight. Well, for me, on the other hand of things, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Mavs and the Raptors tonight. The oh, Mavs nice. have been going absolutely off these past couple of games. I mean, they just beat the um, Orlando Magic 117-102. Mavs are sitting 6-1 and one right now. Orlando Magic was at 4-3. and three. Now we're uh, the Mavericks are in the second and Western Conference. Raptors are 3-4. and four. I mean... Like I always say it every episode, stats say it all. You know, I am not worried about this game tonight. You know, Luka Doncic, correct me if I'm wrong, please. I don't want to sound silly. But <laughs> no, you're right. Doncic has been going off. This man is just phenomenal every time I talk about him. That's that's all I got, to be honest. I'm just going for the Mavs. I love me some Mavs. I mean, the Suns do play the Bulls tonight, and Devin Booker and Bradley Beal still haven't been playing, which I'm just like, <sighs> come on, come on. I feel like Devin always gets hurt so early in the season. I'm like, come on, bro, you got to play. But <clears throat> even last game, they finally, I think they were on a three-game losing streak, and then they beat the Pistons, so yeah. that was good. And finally, we saw, like, Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen do something because they had been struggling before, so at least the bench is producing a little while Booker and Bueller out. Well, me personally, you know, Houston girl, um, <laughs> the Rockets and the Lakers play tonight. And if we're looking at the win-lose, uh, Lakers are three and four and Rockets are three and three. Rockets have been doing well in their home turf. Um, they have been killing it at their home games. And so that leads to like my question, is it enough for them to pull out a win against the Lakers? Do y'all, what do y'all think? My two, my two I mean, basketball girls. It's a, it's a long season. It's still yeah. early in the season. I think getting a win over the Lakers would be cool, but there's still, there's still a lot of games yeah. left. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know that uh, I've already, Thomas, if you're listening, I know everybody's <laughs> already been hating on LeBron. Like him and his season already. I don't know. What is the Lakers record right now? They're three three and four. Three and four. So they're like (laughs) the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. (laughs) Don't mean to flex, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. I just like, I always say this every episode, but like, I don't feel like Golden State or the Lakers are going to be like championship bounds, but who knows? They could surprise us. Well, I mean... Also, I'm excited. Are the Spurs going to be in New York? This okay, tonight? I was going to say that. Yeah, I'm New sorry. York I'm excited tonight. for this game because the Knicks and the Spurs are both three and four. So it's a it's a game. <laughs> it's we're going to say it's going to be a great game to watch tonight in MSG. Yeah, Madison Gates. There we go. Yeah. Iconic. That, it's. Oh. I'm I'm actually excited for NBA season. Y'all are making yeah. me excited. I know. I'm just like, like every time I come on, I'm like, I need to be watching, bro. I need yeah. to like, I need to know my game. I can't just be doing that. Oh, Kaylani, how? What about the Jazz? I know that you <gasps> you yes. are in like okay. into Utah Jazz and who do they play tonight? I just saw Pacers. Them. Oh, the Pacers just beat the Spurs, and I was kind of upset. But, you know, it was a tough <laughs> loss, but they're going to bounce back. The Jazz, oh, my God. My people aren't coming. Hold on. Let me pull up this game. Uh, 
I mean, Lori Markinen has been great for Utah so far. I think he's averaging like over 20 points already. So, and I have him on my fantasy basketball team. Thank Dude, you. I should have joined <laughs> fantasy you. basketball just to mess around. Okay, yeah, but the Jazzes are two and six. Jazzes, the Jazz is two and six. I mean, kind of heartbroken, but it's all right, you know. Just a little but bit. It's all right. What's a what's an underdog that y'all think will rise up to the top? Ooh. This season. Ooh. An underdog um. team. <laughs> man. Oh, man. I know. Honestly, I'll just have to say that I was surprised that the Cavaliers beat the Warriors the other day. Oh, like, they've yes. Been, they've been surprising me a little bit this season. Oh. I'm like, I was not expect. I thought the Warriors had an easy wow. win with that one, but guess not. Um, I don't got one, to be honest. I'm. I'm looking mine up right now. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say this just because I feel like they need to. They're gonna get stuff together on their side of the end. But the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, I feel would be like an underdog team this season. I don't know. Trey Young and Dejounte Murray definitely gonna have something cooking up on their little side over there. But yeah, two young guys. Yeah, they're gonna. I don't know. I feel like they are gonna be an underdog team. I was going to say the Chicago Bulls, but then I looked at their standing. <laughs> Never mind. I completely take that back. But I don't know if we just said that already, but they're going to be playing the Phoenix Suns tonight at 7. The Suns are 3-4. and four, The Bulls are 3-5. and five. I only know one person on this roster, and it is obviously Lonzo Ball. How has he been doing? I've heard he's, he's not, not playing. Right? He's not even playing right mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah, I mean, they have, like, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan on the Zach team. Levine and, and DeMar have, DeRozan, the um, king. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lonzo Ball hasn't been playing. Like, he's, like, I know he's trying to, like, Aren't work his way back. We just talked about Lamelo. Yeah, I know the other brothers. Yeah, the mother. That's the one I know. That's the one I know. No, I know both of them. I'm just asking. Sorry. I know Lonzo's not playing right now. Now, I know he's like over here trying to get back into the NBA because of his like knee injury and surgery that he had like multiple years like back to back. So he like he posted a video the other day that he's trying to like bring back and come back. So we'll see if Lonzo Ball makes a return. How do you guys feel about the in-season tournament for the NBA? Stop because I keep like getting it? my notifications for it on ESPN. <laughs> and I, I don't know what to think. I don't know. I don't know. I just think. Can it's, you explain what that is? <laughs> for the people at like, home. For there's the people like, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another NBA trophy that these guys can win at the end of the year. And they like all are in different divisions. And they every like few weeks they play a game that's part of mm. the in season tournament. It's like there's already an NBA championship. So why are we gonna like do, do that? And there's no All Star break anymore. And I loved All Star Weekend. And I think they need to stop. They took away All Star Weekend. Well, it's like this is like <laughs> replacing like the All Star game. I'm pretty sure. That's crazy because yeah. I saw this girl on TikTok and she like always talks about the NBA and they sent her like a PR package of like the whole like tournament play thing and I was just like. We need one. Yeah. If you want to send on to KTSW, <laughs> let us know. Um, sponsors. I have something to say. I have something to ask my <gasps> women in basketball. I know Kalana can see my screen right now. <laughs> but I don't know if y'all saw last night, I believe. I could be wrong. Drake was... posted two pictures of Kevin Durant. Yes, with Katie. What is that all about? I was like, what I is feel this? Like, I'm okay. like, okay, it's just Drake. Hear me out. Obviously, because like... Kevin Durant, KD, you know, has his line, like his own line with Nike, with Nike. And so does Drake. So I feel like it's just going to be a collaboration, which is going to be iconic because I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. A good one. A good. I don't know. Definitely might have to cop some merch. (laughs) No, the pictures were so funny. It's like just him with a bunch of money. I know. I was like, that's hard. That's a big flex for that. Definitely collab. I'm a cop some merch. 
Okay, I hate to break this basketball <laughs> conversation, but if we want to touch on the NFL, which games are y'all watching this week? I know Chiefs won against the Dolphins this past week, and the Eagles beat the Cowboys by five points. <laughs> Audrey, how do you feel? Oh, my God. oh dear. I know y'all want to hear it from me. Oh. And I'll deliver. Is it is it tough losing to the Eagles? Oh, I'm trying not to cry right now. <laughs> but before I do deliver, can I just... Let's dip our toes in the water with the other game I did watch, which was the Packers mm. annihilating the Rams 20-3. to Yeah. And our host is, is, is ecstatic about that. So I'm very happy for you. Green Bay got it done with 391... I'm like trying not to talk about the game. 391 <laughs> She's total avoiding yards the question. Of the night, 207 <laughs> passing yards and 104 rushing yards. Jordan Love had a great game with 20 out of 26 completions, 228 yards and one touchdown. Aaron Jones being Aaron Jones with 20 carries, 73 yards and one touchdown. To be honest, I only watched this game because I like Aaron Jones. He's from El Paso or whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to see how the new, uh, how the Rams' new QB, Brett Ripon, would do in Stafford's mm-hmm. plays after their game versus the Cowboys. And speaking of the Cowboys. Yeah. What about the Cardinals losing 27-0 to the Browns? Wow. The Browns. You can take it the away. The Browns? I'm like, we can talk about the that. The Cardinals? No, no, no. no. Wait, 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 wait. We got we to gotta, we gotta touch on the Cowboys. Audrey. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Don't sing. I'm like, yeah. Cardinals? 27-0? That's embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Unfortunately, the boys. My boys are not, not them boys. We're not, we're not able to get it done against the brotherly shove or whatever. I mean, <laughs> but y'all know me. I love my stats and stats did not say it all this game. But we do have so we overachieved the Eagles by a ton. We had a 406 total yards. They had 292, 333 passing yards, 183 for the Eagles. <laughs> we're not going to talk about rushing yards, but um, I mean... It was just, it was such a game. My boy C.D. Lamb went off as always. You know, the connection just wasn't there between him Snaps and Dak. Him. But he him did and Dak phenomenal. Fantasy Dude, yes. Sure. We talked about That's this on saying. Monday. I believe Presley was in the studio with me. I, I appreciate Dak for running the ball as much as he did. <laughs> that man just showed that, like, he is still young and he can be using his legs for the better or worse <laughs> that flip was ungodly though i don't even want to talk about that but that was very yeah. harsh i don't know who did it i think it was his old mississippi state um player yeah that did it and he came on in like a press conference afterwards he was like my bad man i didn't even mean to do that like he was just my brother from college i'm like okay let's be for real let's be for real but no go on kilani proceed oh but yeah i'm proud of doc for that like i know he Right, he does a round of applause because he, honestly he's been getting on my nerves. But lately he's been he's been doing it. He's been good the past yeah. two weeks, yeah. honestly. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Taylor, uh, the Steelers and the Packers. Let's bring that up. Let, that this week. <laughs> well, I mean, we but, beat the Titans on Thursday. Yeah, and then now we're playing the Packers. I mean. Pickett, Pickett's got love. I mean, I think Steelers are gonna are gonna get the win for this one. I mean, Dylan, mm. they have Dylan to rush, but I think T.J. Watt's gonna be all over everything. So, when I, is he I not? trust in them. When is he? Not? He um, was so good last game. <laughs> yeah. I literally said Will Levy's is not gonna know what hit him with T.J. Watt. Um, a game I'm excited for is the Saints and the Vikings because they're both five Ooh. and four. Yes, they're both five and four, and I know the Vikings. 
don't hate me, but I forgot their quarterback's name. I know he's still out. And then Justin Jefferson. Josh Dobbs. Yes. Thank you. And mm-hmm. I know, like, obviously, like, performing without those two, they're big main stars. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, they've been killing it without, like, Justin Jefferson. So, I'm excited mm-hmm. for this game. I'm excited for the 49ers-Jaguars game. I think both teams are coming off by, and I think the Niners have lost three in a row. So, they're definitely looking to get a win. I'm pretty sure the Jags are on, like, a five-game winning streak or something like that. So... The Niners need to have a strong defensive effort if if they want to get a get a win. We, they can't have four straight losses. Come on. Oh, all right. This is just one little fun question I have for y'all guys. If y'all were like a baseball player or whatever, what would y'all's walk up song be? Ooh, well that's an interesting question because I did play softball. My okay. okay. I, I, I did, did have, have a, a I did have a walk-up walk song. What was your walk-up song? Oh my god! That and if you so could change it, what would it be? Okay, it was "Blessings" from Drake and um, <laughs> Big Sean. If I could change it now, just to laugh back at it, I would put. Um, I've been thinking about this for a while now. Uh, I, if I could change it, I would put six foot seven foot from Lil Wayne" because that's just so funny. For the because you're that not. Don't know, yeah, <laughs> people that don't know at home, I'm. Challenged in the height department, just a, just a slight bit. So I think that would be so funny, just like hearing that come up, and then a little, a little girl just walking up to the plate. I think that'd be really funny. But what about y'all, Kehlani? Um, basic. It would definitely be something by Drake. I don't know which song yet. It would either be something by Drake or like country song. Like don't, I don't know why, but yeah. That's screams Kehlani. Taylor. Mm. I don't know. Drake is a good one, but I don't know. I think I'd probably. Do you guys like Yeet? Yes. Yes. I think I might. I think I would do like Flawless by Yeet and Little Uzi. Okay. I love that song. Yeah. And mine personally would be DNA by Kendrick Lamar. It has to be. Yes. Kendrick. Kendrick just. Honestly, it could be any song by Kendrick, and I'd be happy as a clam going up to that base and batting. Y'all go watch the KTSW intramural softball games. We're going to be having <laughs> <those> walk-up <laughs> songs and everything. But I'm going to throw it to Audrey for some weather. For some weather. Yes, Miss Meteorologist, that is me. <laughs> All right, so in San Marcos right now, it is currently 78 degrees, mostly sunny. The highest will be 85 degrees, which is Oh, I'm just shivering hearing that because I wish it was colder. But do not look any further because the lowest will be 67 degrees throughout the day. It'll just be sunny. The highest it will be, like I said, like around 85 degrees, which is around 4 p.m. The sun will go down at 540. It'll still be hot because it'll be going down by the time it is 10 p.m. Throughout the week, it'll probably rain. It'll be cloudy. Who knows? They'll tell you on Friday. (laughs) All right. So. That is all the time we have today for today's episode. But don't worry, we'll have you covered again on Friday with another episode of Bobcat Radio. If you enjoyed this episode of Bobcat Radio and want to continue to hear more, then make sure to keep up with us on KTSW Sports on all social media. Um, for Taylor Quinn, Audrey Pasillas, and Kehlani DeLuna, I'm Kara Slay, and thank you for listening to this episode of Bobcat Radio. Be kind, have fun, and be safe, beautiful people. Now let's get you back to the other side of radio.